Spring matters of the heart in relationships. There is that one moment in life as a young person when the pangs of love grip you and your heart burns with love. At times you struggle with your relationship. You are vexed with what the future holds. What is the word of God to say concerning the matters of the heart in relationships? Join Reverend Nomatuturu on a weekly podcast as he shares practical lessons and a personal experience on love. Build a solid foundation for your love life according to the Word of God, which is our light and lamp. Let's dive right in. Welcome, dear listeners, to our podcast. We are starting on a new series, Is She the One? Is He the One? Allow me to pray. Father, we thank you this evening. We bless your name. We thank you for your loving kindness and your mercies. Thank you that your word continues to guide us and to lead us. In Jesus' name, amen. Is she the one? Is he the one? The word of God says in Amos 3 verse 3, Can two walk together unless they be in agreement? One of the things that I have experienced as a pastor, as a marriage counselor, as a wedding uh, marriage officer, is that many a times, especially for young people, they always have this question about their life partner many at times there's so much fear in the lives of many young people concerning their potential wife potential husband and the question that always props up is is he the one is she the one that question is always there that question is always coming through when you do marital counseling of course privately you hear someone asking is he the one? Is he the one? There's so much fear. And I remember talking to a young man one of these days. I said, um, when I was just talking to, to him concerning um, the need for him to settle in terms of marriage, and he said to me, Mom, at times you'll be asking yourself, is this the right choice? Is this the right person? You know, and I could tell from his eyes that it, it's a it's a question of concern. It's a question of concern indeed. And this is how I responded to him. I said that what, what is critical in, 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 in marriage is flowing together in all areas of your life. That's why I've uh, quoted for you Amos 3 verse 3. How can two walk together unless they be an, in agreement? And in marriage, it's not about the emotional feelings. In, in marriage, it's about 
are understanding each other in your fa all facets of life. And I say to him, you know what? The big answer, the ultimate big answer I would give is we, we marry in faith. We get married in faith. We cycle in faith. And that's why the issue of foundations that we always talk about is critical. The foundation for your love relationship, foundation of truth, foundation of faith, foundation of honesty, foundation of integrity. We always emphasize on that matter. Otherwise, if the foundation is broken, like the word of God says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? So to all young people out there, I know that many Many of us as young people, we are afraid to make mistakes. You are afraid perhaps if you commit to this dude, you commit to this uh, lady, in two months the relationship will break, the marriage will break. What is important? Truth is very important. Honest is very important. The foundation of truth. As you come, you get into this love relationship, as you fall in a love relationship, what is important is truth. As you relate as lovers, as you relate as beloveds, truth is important. It's so amazing that even at times young people, someone can pretend in a love relationship. They give you a false picture of who they are the way they talk, the, 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 the misrepresentation of their background, all those things we've discussed before on this platform. So truth is very critical, you know. At times, people would want to marry, uh, want to give a false representation of their education, for instance, their past love life, for instance, so that they win you, you know. But uh, those foundations are, are dangerous because now when you are in the marriage itself, those things have a way of coming up, you know. Those things have a way of coming out. For instance, if someone lies about their sexual uh, status, like to say I'm a virgin or I'm not a virgin, if one decides to lie in the relationship and they, go, they get away with it, when you are now in the marriage, that thing is a way of coming out. You're you know, when when someone, for instance, says, I've never indulged in sex before, I don't know, you know, I'm just a virgin, I'm an innocent person. Now come when you are married on the night of the honeymoon, you are now showing high-level acrobatics. Then the partner will wonder, okay, this person <laughs> said they are innocent, they don't know anything, but the way they are doing it is like they are a level, you know. So all those things come into place, come into play as we look at, is he the one, is she the one? We look at the foundation, we look at the, we, we, we look at the flowing. How can two work together unless they agree? Are we flowing? Are we flowing? Which, the areas, and in, in this series, we are going to look at the areas where you must, the areas that you need to take note of in your love relationship in order to establish whether this is the person or not. For instance, I mean, the first important thing is your spirituality because spirituality is what sustains a marriage. I mean, I, we've overemphasized this, we've spoken about this. The Bible says beauty is vain, you know. 
but a woman who fears the Lord. And I believe the same with the men as well. So the first thing that you have to look at as a young person to gauge is he the right person. Look at the spirituality because that is 99% of your life in a marriage relationship over and above the other things. So you look at their spirituality. Are we flowing? Are we together? Do we agree on most um, biblical principles as lovers? You know, do we agree on issues of prayer? Do we agree on issues of tithing? Do we agree on issues of serving in God's house as, as, as lovers? Do we agree on issues of how we must honor pastors? For instance, do we agree? You know, you can be lovers with someone, but someone who is a negative attitude towards the church, who always complains about the church, if you are in the same church or even different churches, how someone's... um how someone looks at the church for instance how someone um you know values the 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 divine things for instance those are the things that you have to look at young men young lady those are the things that you need to look at if someone does not value prayer in their life someone does not value going to church for instance on a sunday it's a, a cold sunday in the morning they decide to sleep those are things that you should and if for instance you you serve in the church you prioritize going to church i mean it's your life then you have a, a, a lover who who is neither here nor there, who is neither called to know what concerning church attendance. Those are the things that you you must look at. Those are the things that you really catch. You, 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 you know, the Bible says we must weigh all things, you know. You must weigh all things. You must judge all things. You must, you know, check all things. It's very critical. So you, you look at... The, 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 someone's uh, priorities in terms of church, the work of God, in, in the spirituality. You look at someone's priorities in terms of the word, their word life. Are they someone who loves the word of God? Are they someone who loves serving in God's house? What is their attitude towards serving? in God's house. you Maybe, for instance, you, you save yourself in God's house. You're an usher. You're a musician. You always, church is like number one priority in your life. What is your lover's uh, what is your lover's priorities? What is their take concerning all those things? What is their take concerning supporting the work of God when it comes to resources, their material resources, tithing, for instance? You know, nowadays there's so much uh, debate on tithes and Old Testament and the like. But you know what? We know the word of God stands and no, no one can stand against the word of God. So those are the areas that we have to look at. You catch, you catch, you catch. Someone decides to sleep on a Sunday when it's church and they just they are just negative. They are just tired about church. Is he the right person? Will I be able to sustain such a behavior in marriage of someone who does not prioritize divine things? So we are looking at uh, spirituality. That for me, that is key. I mean, having been married for 16 years now and uh, serving God for me is a priority. So can you imagine if I had gotten married to a man who does not 
value the things of God, who does not uh, prioritize divine things, where would you be? You'd be frustrated, for instance. You, you know, you'd be frustrated. That's why I read Amos 3, 3. Can two walk together unless they be in agreement? Are we in agreement in terms of our spirituality, our priorities in terms of serving in God's house? Your your thoughts at times, you, 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 you as you interact, as you converse with your lover, you hear how someone um values or devalues the things of god so that's your first port of call young man young lady you know i remember a young lady some years ago who cut a relationship because the guy would the guy for him going to a midweek service was a not a priority and this lady said you know what for me going to, for a midweek service is critical you know, it's critical. I save in God's house. Why should I miss a midweek service? And she had to call it off in the relationship. Are we together, young men? Are we together, young ladies? You might not think those things matter, especially when the love is on fire, the love is in the moon and whatever. But those things are critical. I have spoken to ladies who have gotten frustrated in their love relationship, in their marriages, because suddenly the men January to December would not want to fast. Can you imagine? Suddenly in the home, the man is not even concerned about prayer, concerned about uh, the reading of the word. The man certainly in the home or the woman certainly in the home, her life is about shopping, 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 you know, but church is down, down there in terms of priorities. One of the things that you would take note, dear listeners, is in marriage, it's serious. It's not about sex like what many young people think. It's more to do with your, your, your priorities, those things that are important, the pillars in the marriage. And spirituality is number one pillar. So is he the one? Is she the one? check their spirituality, check his spirituality, check his spirituality because that forms 99% of your marriage in the home because all other things can work, you can say all other things are uh, constant, they are working and blah, blah. But if your spirituality is not working, you know, at a certain point you can crash even in the marriage. I remember a woman I spoke to some years ago, they said, you know what, my, my frustration is this man, to him, God does not exist. He has gotten married to me with children. God has blessed us. But it looks like now after marrying, God is not a priority to him. And that strains a marriage relationship. I want to share with you this secret. It strains a marriage relationship. I've met many frustrated women because the man is not taking his godly leadership role in the marriage. You know, he's not taking the godly leadership role. So dear young men, dear young ladies, there are signs, there are red lights that you can see whilst you are still in a relationship concerning someone's spirituality. If there are things that can be worked on, then you can talk about them. Talk about them, discuss and say, you know what, I think I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable with maybe your comments concerning the, the things of God, your comments, I, I'm not really understanding you on the matters to do with divine things so that you clear that thing in your, in your relationship before you think of committing in terms of marriage. Is she the one? Is he the one? 
check his spirituality, check his spirituality. And I believe that those things will help you in the marriage in the long run. Before I conclude for today, can I give someone an opportunity to receive Christ as their Lord and Savior? Honestly, why I want to do this is we cannot talk of spirituality if someone has not received Christ. The first port of call, the Bible says that it's important for young people, it's critical. Do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. That's your first port of call, I can say, for young people. It's an unbeliever. Someone is not born again, has not received Christ as their Lord and Savior. You cannot walk together because you are not in agreement. If there's anyone who wants to receive Christ, say these words after me. Lord Jesus, I come before you realizing that I'm a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. Take my life and do with it as you will. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's meet again on Monday as we go deeper into this series. God bless you.